Welcome to Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who want to live and lead their lives differently and explore topics relevant to all areas of their life. Hello Life Reframers, today we're talking about the hot topic of relationships and more specifically the type of people you need in your life and the type of people you can ditch. Yeah, don't need them. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) I'm here with my co-host Sandy Reynolds and we believe to live and lead your best life, we need to surround ourselves with people who help elevate us who bring out the best in us. And then we have others who drain us and we feel we don't need them in our lives. So Sandy, I need to share with you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) A little scared? Well, when you say I need to share with you, I'm okay. Well, you're one of the people I need in my life. Oh, Oh, thank you. (laughs) Feel the same way. You're not being ditched. Yay. Don't cry, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But Sandy, I do have a question for you. How intentional have you been in the past or maybe ongoing, because I think it's a bit of a cycle that we go through as well, about the relationships you have with people in your life? That it's a really good question and I I agree with you, it's a cycle that we go through and um I'm actually wondering if I've ever been ditched. (laughs) Like what's running through my mind. Have I been ditched? Well, I know I have been ditched. Yes. I think I've more been drifted out of people's lives and I've let people drift out of my life. Yeah. And I think it's just kind of a mutually agreeable sort of thing. We never talk about it. It's not that intentional. Like nobody's, I don't think I've had a friend break up with me. Um, but I do want to be intentional about the relationships that I have with people in my life. And I am very careful about the people I invite into my life. I think I, in the past have been, had too big of a circle of friends and it's not, um, I've just been busy, busy, busy all the time socially. And I find that now I have fewer friends But they're more the kind of people that you talked about, the kind of people that bring out the best in me and that get me and that really support me. Um, There are a few, you know, there are a few people that maybe don't fit into that. And um, yeah, let's get into this because it's an interesting conversation. Yeah, I think the same. I think I've been, it's funny, when, when I move places, I'm very intentional just about meeting as many people as I can. Um, and that's kind of casting the net wide to get to know people and then choosing people there that we want to try and get to know a little more and see if there's a meaningful connection with. Because I'm such an organiser and I guess a, a leader in, in the getting together right. organisation of things, I go through phases sometimes and I go, okay, well, I don't want to... I don't want to be the leader of that anymore. So stop organizing. And then when they don't reach out to catch up, I kind of figure, okay, it's probably a mutual mm-hmm. ditching. <laughs> but it might not be. It might be that they're just not motivated to organize. But I kind of feel like it is ditching because if they really want to see me, they'd reach out. 
yes you know that reach out so I have a couple of um people in that category as well in my life that I only see them if I initiate it and if I don't I don't see them so I don't really know where that sits on on what we're going to talk about um you know I think they it's easy to just let those things drift then and um I did have somebody text message me recently who I hadn't talked to in a while. And I had decided that I did not want to pursue that relationship for a number of reasons. And I know this might sound really harsh to people listening to us. I didn't respond to the text. It was, it was just kind of a, Hey, how are you? And it came in the middle of, I was doing something and I didn't, I couldn't respond to it at the time. And then I just never did. And then I forgot about it. And then every once in a while I'd remember it. And then I just decided I'm going to let it drift, you know? Yeah. And I'm not sure that's a really good thing. When I think about the other person, then it's kind of a rejection. And I am a feeler. Yeah. It probably would be better to say to them, as awkward as it is, you know, I'm fine. Thanks for reaching out. Blah, blah, blah. Seems like we're both in very different places right now. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Lots to consider, isn't it? Yeah, we can get into that a little bit. We want this episode to be about people who are perhaps causing a drain Mm -hmm. and and taking energy and sapping energy or or wasting time in your life. Um, And they're the people we think, you know, you you can ditch those people. Like, you've got to surround yourself with people who are supporting you. If you want to live and lead the life you want to live. I was listening to a podcast uh, recently and... It was about uh, entrepreneurs, and the the guest said they've ch- they've noticed their friendships change over the years. That now that they're kind of in a circle of friendships where everyone's an entrepreneur because they're all dealing with the same challenges, have similar sometimes chaotic lifestyles. Understand that maybe you got to work on a Friday night and a Saturday and and things like mm-hmm. that. So. Uh, so we're going to talk about three types of people we believe we need in our life and who have helped us, you and I. The first one are champions, the people who are where we want to be and the people who inspire us. Sometimes they could also be the people who we may be a little bit envious or jealous of. Yes. Right? And we've spoken about that before. But I think, Sandy, honestly, I think it's worth talking about it again. Okay. So I think it's okay to have people that you're envious. And I think we quoted Martha Stewart in an episode where we talked about how she said Mm. that she uses envy to actually motivate and fuel her. Mm. So I think when we look at people who are where we want to be, we can let that inspire us. Mm. You know, what is it about where they are, what they're doing that we're envious of and what's stopping us from being that way? So when I think of champions, people who really um, inspire us, they're also people who can open doors for us. Mm. True. About, I probably about 15 years ago, I was connected with this woman who, she was a real go-getter I think she was a VP of HR for a major um, company several companies in the Toronto area and she was just this high energy powerful woman and I connected with her 
And she kind of took me under her wing and she, she took me to some conferences. She like paid my way. She um, had me in this group of people she was mentoring. There's like five people. And, and this was a woman who charged about $500 an hour as a coach. Mm. And she just connected with me in a way that very few people have in supporting me and pushing me in my business and in my career and it was amazing for me I just she just poured so much into me and at a time when I really needed it Mm. yeah that's good I think champion can be someone you know Mm -hmm. and it can be someone you don't you admire from afar one of my great friends now when I first met her and didn't know her I was so envious and that intrigued me I wanted to get to know her a little more and we're great friends she inspired me because she'd gotten so far at such a young age in the area that I was working in at the time she freaking looked amazing doing it she just looked so composed all the time in these you know boardroom kind of settings and I was like wow instead of focusing too much on negative and how I'm not good enough and getting jealous and envious and bitching and carrying on, which mm-hmm. I know happens out there, I kind of, I, I changed it. I want to get to know this person. I want to get to know what makes them tick. And if there's something that we click, great. And anyway, so we're great friends. But also the champions can be the people, yes, so you know them, they can open doors for you, but they can also be people you admire from afar who maybe you don't know, but you're absorbing everything they're saying. And yes. I know you've got a crush on a few people at the moment. Um <laughs> My boss crush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're absorbing everything, whether they are writing or podcasting or they're blogging or they're doing interviews. I, I still call it a, a, a relationship. It may not be two-way, but you're learning from them and you're making time for them in your life to read them, to view them, to see them. Right, and we need to find those people in our lives, like those people who we aspire to Ooh. be like, to who are like heroes in a way. We don't, especially in Canada, we don't have a lot of the hero thing mm. going on in our culture, but we need to find women who we really admire and respect, and like you said, we look up to them, even if we don't know them personally, mm. but we can learn from them and be inspired by them, so... Champions are the first kind of people that we need in our life. The next kind that we need are challengers. So we need people, I think, and I need people who challenge me, that challenge my thinking, that um, challenge my behavior, that challenge me to, to be all that I can and push me in that direction because... We sometimes have a lot of people in our life who don't do that. They're really supportive and they care about us, but they don't challenge us. And when you don't have those people in your life, it's easy to just kind of coast along. I know you challenge me. You challenge me a lot about certain things in my life. You challenge me to, um, especially around health mm-hmm. and to to be more thoughtful and, and intentional about those things. And um, I have other friends as well who, and colleagues who challenge me in my life. How about you? What do you think about challengers in your life? Totally. Well, you're, you are one of my go-to people who I know I can get an honest opinion from. 
I know when I'm having a bad day and I might sink into blame, you will perhaps ask a question <laughs> or suggest another perspective or ask me if that's an assumption. Done in a safe way. Well, I mean, certainly you and, and my husband does that too. And I've got probably maybe one, yeah, one or two other people in my life who I know will do that and, and won't just help me be a victim will be supportive but will also offer their guidance and advice and ask thoughtful questions to help me and also um share patterns of behavior right and we do a lot of that on our hikes <laughs> when you say to me we had this conversation last year on our hike yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's very helpful right. because you, you go oh my goodness i'm talking about the same issue yeah, a year ago a year, a year ago year later I either need to stop talking now or I need to do something about it. And if somebody doesn't point that out to you, yeah. it's easy to not notice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, challenges are important because it's coming from a place of positive intent. It's coming from a place of helping you grow. So with challengers, for our listeners who might be wondering about how do I have that kind of relationship with people, I don't really think I have that. I suggest that you give people permission to challenge you in your relationship. When you have a trusted friend or partner or someone who you can receive their challenge from, if, it, you, know, if you haven't had anyone do this for you, I think you need to have that conversation and say, you know what, I really want you to give me feedback and challenge me and push me a little bit. I want to grow in whatever area it is, and I'm giving you permission to do that for me because I don't have anyone doing that in my life, and I'd like you to take that role in my life. Mm. What do you think? That's a good point because even though we know each other really well, sometimes we do prelim, like, okay, Sandy, I really want the truth here. Yes. And I'm open to hearing it, even though we know each other well. Yeah. And we spend time with each other. I'll say, like, I, I don't want... I really want you the truth. I'm giving you permission. And if it hurts me, it's okay. I'll get over it. I'll work through it. And the reverse. There have been times when we've said to each other, or I've probably said to you because I'm the, the uh, more sensitive one of the <laughs> two of us, you know, I want your opinion on this, but be gentle. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I can't, yeah. I, like don't, yeah. don't push me too hard. Like <laughs> I need a bit of a push, but, you know, let's – dial it back a little bit don't push me too hard you know I think it's just about communicating what you need and I know I've said that just be yeah. gentle now I'm thinking oh god there's lots of times where I just <laughs> no, there it is I've never walked away feeling yeah. like oh my gosh but there have been people that and we'll talk about those people later but yeah um, a challenger is a person like you said who has your best interest yeah. at heart and they're pushing you because they want you to be better than you are. Exactly. Our third person that we feel we need in our lives are our cheerleaders. I wish I could do a... <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> so the person who is standing beside you, standing behind you, just giving positive reinforcement along the way. And for someone like me, like I need that positive reinforcement. I don't find it internally very easily. I need it externally. Yeah, having people that will always be positive. 
always be positive no matter what you do, which is different to the challenger, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll be, we'll see the positive in, in everything and the potential in everything that you're doing. Yeah. They're the people that listen to your podcast, your friends that listen to your podcast <laughs> and tell you it was great and, and do those kinds of things. Like yeah. what, whatever you're putting out, yeah. they're there participating in your life in yeah. a way that shows this kind of level of support. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, your champions or your challengers can also be cheerleaders in mm-hmm. your life. They're not necessarily like three mutually exclusive roles that people play but then there are some people who are just cheerleaders you know maybe they're they don't have anything to do with your work they don't really it might be just your your friend or your neighbor or somebody your mom yeah yeah, who just say you know oh my goodness I can't believe you're doing this Joanne that's great like I'm I'm so proud of you and to me that's what a cheerleader is they're the the person who just says wow like look at you you go, girl. Yeah, you yeah. Know? She's not going to challenge me. My mum, I'm talking about. Like, she doesn't challenge. She doesn't question. She just goes, wow, that's awesome. Great. Go for it. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Like, maybe it's because she doesn't understand half of it. <laughs> and maybe she doesn't. Yeah, and that's why. And that's but they, but she yeah. still supports well, you. Yeah. 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 And if I'm having a bad day, I can give her a call. And... She'll say, well, you know, but you got through it. So what are you doing tonight? Or what's happening tomorrow? And it's just, yeah, just just being positive. Sometimes the people who share our content are our cheerleaders, right? Yes. They don't know us at all, but they're out there saying, you guys, this really helped me. I just hiked with someone a few weeks ago, and she was definitely a cheerleader yeah. for us. Like She listened to a number of our episodes and had great great comments about what we were doing and so I was very encouraged and inspired to keep going after I spent time with her so and I I have a um, a close friend who is definitely a cheerleader she always seems to see the good in what I'm doing and and um will you know just tell me you know you you just doing so much and you're doing such a great job and you know not just in work but in all of life so yeah my husband said to me one time he said you need cheerleaders in your life and I don't know if that is like on the Myers-Briggs being a feeler that I need more validation than the other the rest of the population well no see I need that x are you an e or an i I'm an E. Yeah, see, I think that's the difference between the E and the I. It's like, Ash doesn't need that external kind of cheerleading. He needs the internal cheerleading, whereas I need the external. Yeah. Maybe it's, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's both, but I definitely know that I am really motivated and inspired when I get somebody give me that kind of feedback mm. that that really lifts me up and makes me feel like I'm I'm mm. special and I'm doing a, gr- a good job mm. so cheerleaders challengers champions we need all three of those people and if our listeners are feeling a little bit stuck or maybe a little bit discouraged in their work or their life in some way I would really encourage them to look at the people that they're spending time with and see if they have these three people in their life. I, I heard or read a quote that said that we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with in our life. 
And that really challenged me about being intentional about the people I'm spending time with. And if I need somebody, you know, to champion what I'm doing or to challenge me or these kinds of things, then I need to be spending time with people that are doing that if I'm going to be my best or at my best. Yeah, I love that quote. It does make you think, doesn't it? What our listeners can do as well, as you said, okay, think about who you're spending time with. Determine if they are one. They may be a combination of, like you said. And if there is something missing, see if there's people out on the sphere of the relationships who you maybe need to be intentional about getting to know a little bit more. Or telling them what you need. Exactly. I don't need you to be a, a cheerleader right now. I need you to be a challenger. Yeah. And I need to. I need you to have a bit of a, um, a hat on that isn't just trying to make me feel good. Yeah. That is trying to elevate me. Love it. So, we probably should have flipped this, really. Now we're going to be talking about the negative Nellies, but... <laughs> That's okay. People can can stop here if you just want the positive. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to hear about the two people that types of people that we think you should ditch, keep listening. <laughs> so, Joanne, what's the first person that we need to ditch in our life? The critics, which are the negative Nellies, the people negative Nellies. Do you like that? Is that I do. Is no. that an Aussieism too? It may be. I have heard that one, right. though, yes. So the people who tell you all the reasons you can't do something, and they're, they're just negative all the time. And you know what? They may not even be negative about what you're doing, but they may be, they may be negative about what's going on in their life all the time, and it's draining. Mm-hmm. It is draining. I mean, it's hard. You know, people go through stuff. Um, and I can be a good listener and I can have empathy, but at some point, nothing is going to change unless you lead and take action in your life, right? So that's where I get a little bit impatient then after I've tried to do the supportive thing. Um, I've tried to do the positive thing. I've tried to listen, but then if it kind of turns to actually, they don't really want to take any action in their life. It's now starting to be a negative impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's a challenge. So they can either be critics all the time about what you're doing, or or about their own lives. Yeah, it's a very draining experience. So I think people who are critics, for me anyway, the way I experience a critic in my life is it feels like a personal attack. It doesn't feel like they're challenge the same as a challenger. Like they're giving me information to make me feel better. It feels like they're pulling me down or holding me back or attacking me for who I am in some way. And those are the people that when we talk about critics, there's there's good criticism that's helpful, but that's very different from having a critic in your life. And if you have someone in your life who you feel criticizes you and puts you down and holds you back and tells you why you can't do things or and, and for just reasons that don't really ring true to you, but because they're holding you back, those are the people you need to ditch that guy or that woman or that friend and find somebody who's more supportive in your life because you don't need that in your life. And we're going to go here, Sandy, because this is a really hard place to go. 
Mm-hmm. And you know I've had challenges with this. When those people are family, mm. it's a little harder to ditch. Yes. Then. This can be a challenge, this one, mm-hmm. to strategize around being part of the family and not taking things too hard or, or per, too personally. It's a hard one because there's a couple of schools of thought. One is, well, if they're not supportive of me, then family or no family, that they're not going to be in my life. Of course, another one is blood is family. Like family is family. Right, family. You blood is thicker than water. Water, yeah. yeah. You just have to accept it and see them for the family holidays that you see them and get through it. But I think there's a third way. There's a middle way. So there's, you know, just putting up with it. And then there's completely avoiding family, which, you know, I have, I, I know people who, who do both, you know, I've seen people doing both. I've seen you really grow in this. And I think what you've done is boundaries. Do you help me with that? Yes. You were my, you were my cheerleader and challenger. You were, and, and actually you did. You, you said to me, you, you got to know where your boundaries are and everything that, where the critic steps over those is not okay. Yeah. 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 You can't, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah. It's not acceptable. Yeah. And and um, and then you just that puts it back on them. Mm. You know they they have to take responsibility for how they're treating you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I agree though. It's really hard. You can't ditch everybody in your life. Yeah. I do think that a lot of us have relationships in our lives that are not helping us mm-hmm. and that are not healthy. And either we've changed or we're trying to change, and those people are are holding us back. And we do need to find the courage to ditch those people, whether we have a conversation with them Mm -hmm. and just say, you know, I'm kind of, I'm heading in a new direction. I'm putting my effort in over here and I'm just not going to have a lot of time to, to hang out, to spend time together, whatever it is. And I found that on Facebook, like Mm -hmm. I've had to, and we were talking about doing an episode on social media and how that affects us. And I find that I often feel worse after I go on Facebook, but there are certain people that I don't have their stuff come up in my feed because I don't want to see that, that kind of criticism and attacking and negativity. It does nothing for me. And I also don't want you posting on what I share yeah. when I used to share stuff on Facebook, which I don't very often. Um, and I've narrowed down my Facebook. I've unfriended a lot of people. I have a very small community on Facebook. And now I feel like the people who do respond to me are people that are my champions, my cheerleaders and my challengers in a healthy way, you know? So, um, and it's just a reminder to be that for other people as well. So what's our last one? You notice that we've once again been successful <laughs> with our alliteration. Yeah. We are now reframing your life using alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> and we've chosen the letter C. So our last one is our casual 
kind of people that may come in and out of our lives, but we're calling them casual time wasters. People who just want to hang out. Now, there's two schools of thought here. Now, as you can tell, like Sandy and I, really, we really value deep and meaningful relationships, right? Mm-hmm. We, we want to grow. We want to develop. We're into personal growth and development. It doesn't mean we're not into having casual relationships in our lives, connecting with people on a bit more of a surface level, but this one really is people who want to be associated with you. There's nothing really between you. There's no no kind of substance or meat to the relationship. And perhaps out of obligation, you can continue to connect with them, but really it's, it's kind of a time waster for you. Yeah. And we need to like really guard our time. I think (laughs) all of us feel like there's not enough time to do what we want to do. And having people in your life that are just wasting your time in whatever it is, you know, it could be just, yeah, like you're saying those casual coffees or do you want to go shopping or do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? And, you know, you end up spending way more time than you really have it's just people who want to hang out and have coffee, and that's fine. I'm all for having fun and hanging out, but I think you need to put limitations on that and and be careful that you don't have a lot of people who are just wasting your time, mm. those casual connections that are just um, time wasters mm. in your life. This could be a bit controversial, this one. I mean, they're nice people. Right. They're nice people. I believe in relationship reciprocity. I really do. And I don't come at relationships with reciprocity in mind. Like if I do something for you, you've got to do something for me. But I believe as you build, we trust and we have reciprocal trust and we have a reciprocal relationship and reciprocity in terms of I like to hang out with you and you like to hang out with me. So if there's people in your life that you're not really getting anything from and you just kind of feel obliged... They're nice people, but you don't really connect with. And I'm not even talking about a deep and meaningful. Like, you just really have nothing in common. It's the the person you run into at the market, right? You haven't seen them. And then you chat and you go, how are you? Good, great. How are you? Great. We should have coffee. And then you're like on the hook for this coffee. And probably they don't want to have coffee either. I have really learned not to say that. Me too. (laughs) I really do not say let's have lunch let's do lunch let's have coffee I'm very careful not to say that anymore because it's a dangerous thing to do you you, when you run into somebody socially it almost is how you end the conversation like it's like oh that's great seeing you we should have lunch sometime yeah 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 and see and that's where I mean about the genuineness when I say that I really mean it yeah so if I say to someone I'd love to have coffee with you or I'd love to have lunch or I'd love to have you over for dinner I really mean it I want to hang out with people who want to hang out with me and who I want to hang out with and I think we all do on some level and it doesn't have to be deep all the time but you have to enjoy each other's company yes at basic level so how do you find the right people Sandy cast your net why get engaged in in community in different groups in if you're involved in uh nonprofit or if you're an entrepreneur get involved in entrepreneur groups or you're involved in the chamber of commerce or something like if you're kind of at a transition in some relationships 
cast the net wide and, and you have to make effort. You mm-hmm. have to be intentional. And whenever we've moved town, that's what we've done. And I've had people say, oh, my God, you know so many people. Well, we've been intentional about it. And we may not have deep and meaningful relationships with everyone, but we're intentional about meeting everyone and then finding really our connections. Yeah. I've also made connections with people on social media, which is a a different thing for me. But I've made that effort when I am following somebody and reading what they're writing and I'm really intrigued by what they're saying and I will, you know, engage in a bit of a conversation with them. And then, you know, I haven't done like done this with someone that lives outside my community, but I have heard people who say, let's have a Skype call and let's talk, like, let's have a bigger conversation about this and spend an hour on Skype. Mm. And I think that's a great thing to do. You know, sometimes it's hard to find those kindred spirits, like-minded people who are doing what you're doing and, can really inspire you and you can inspire them in return. So yeah, you need to put yourself out there and sometimes take a little bit of a risk and invite someone into your circle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's neat. I've heard so many people meet like three years after they've really developed a relationship online. I I, had that. Oh, so did I. I was going to tell you my story, which is kind of crazy, but tell me yours. Well, well, actually, I know I haven't developed a relationship, but when you said I haven't Skyped anyone, so someone connected with me on LinkedIn, and I was like, well, I don't know this person, but they're into fitness, they're into coaching. I was like, sure. And as soon as I said yes, they came back and said, oh, I'm so glad you said yes. I'm into health and fitness. I do leadership coaching. I live in San Francisco. I'd love to talk to you. And we had a great, so we set up a Skype call. We had a great conversation. Yeah, I must connect with her now that things have changed in the US to see how she's going. Yeah, good idea. (laughs) What's your story? Well, mine isn't quite like that. It was just a really bizarre thing. So I follow this Instagram account called Sit With She. And it's this woman in, I think it's just a one woman in Hamilton who gets together with women in the community and interviews them and then posts a picture of them on Instagram and their story. And I follow her and I read her stories and I've I've given her some um, feedback and we've had a little conversation on, you know, Instagram messaging and one day recently I was working in a coffee shop and um, she, I, I didn't know what she looked like. And there was this woman sitting waiting for someone and then someone came and they were having this conversation and I thought, oh, it's like, at first I thought it was a date. Like right. these two women were on a date because they were, you know, trying to get to know each other mm-hmm. and she was asking lots of questions and stuff. And then later I went home and I went on Instagram and she had posted the picture of this oh. woman who was sitting there and she was, oh and I realized, God. oh my goodness, I was sitting beside my Instagram friend and I, because I've never met her. I didn't even know that was her. So I sent her a message. I said, I was the woman sitting beside you in the coffee shop today. That is funny. We need to get on my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, oh, I'll show gosh. you her account. So yeah. she's quite an interesting woman. So awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah, there's a couple accounts like that in Hamilton that are you know run by millennial women who are really 
out there showcasing women in the community and yeah. what they're doing. So it's, it is fascinating. So that's great. Yeah. So really, we just invite you to reflect on your relationships, understand your reality, some of the people you need and want in your life and some of the people you don't, or the boundaries you may need to establish in some of your relationships. Realign and branch out and, and get to know different people in the community and build different relationships because you just never know where that may lead and how that may help you lead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's well said, Joanne. And at the end of the day, as life reframers, you want to be intentional. Say no to the people who are draining you and who are not taking you where you want to go and say yes and open yourself up to the people who, who are going to, to be those people to help you in your journey. So having said that, we could use a little cheerleading. So... <laughs> I just want to suggest to our listeners, please feel free to go on iTunes and leave us a review. That really helps us. It helps our it helps people find you on iTunes because reviews boost you in their algorithm some way. And so that's why you always hear people asking for reviews. It's not because we profit from it financially in any way, but it helps other people to find us in in iTunes. So be our cheerleaders. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.